Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you want some real and to have a good time. Put a smile on your face, yeah, can be caring. Relation radio, mm-hmm. even brighten your day and help you through the night. Bring you good news, yeah, can be caring. Relation radio, and here's your host, Kimmy Kim.
Well, good evening and welcome to the Just For You podcast with Pastor Michelle Wright. We are so grateful you could join us on today. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm excited because this is a beautiful day. In spite of what we may have felt, went through, we are here And that is something to give God praise for. I'm excited because God has yet blessed us to be able to not only share another day, but be able to give him praise as only he would allow. I want you to take a moment right now, relax your mind from all of the things you've been through, and just say with me, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for each other. You know, if we don't take the time to do that, it can pass us by. But I'm here today to let you know, continue to look to the hills from which cometh all of your help and all of our help cometh from the Lord thy God. Well, we greet you in the marvelous name of Jesus. And we want to welcome you to the Just For You podcast. If this is your first time listening in, we're going to share with you what the Just For You podcast is all about. I want to say a shout out to each and every one of you, the listeners, to our very own visionary and CEO, that would be Dr. Kimmy Robinson, to our relation family, to my husband, Dr. I keep saying doctor, God must be up to something, Pastor Donald Wright Jr., God bless you on today. Listen, if this is your first time listening in to the Just For You podcast, let me share with you what the Just For You podcast is all about. The Just For You podcast is designed to encourage, empower, and engage listeners to thrive spiritually and naturally utilizing biblical principles. Just for you will reveal truths embedded in the Holy Bible to illustrate kingdom living, soul winning, compassion and strategies to serve mankind, making a difference locally and globally. Just for you will allow listeners to hear teachings that are applicable, guests that will inspire and opportunities for serving more effectively in the home, church, school, community, and marketplace. That is what Just For You is all about. Well, listen, we are super excited to be with you on today. We recognize that we can do nothing in and of ourselves. Would you join me as we pray and ask God to come in to help us on today. We need his help. We can't do anything without him, and we're honored that he is the head of all of our lives as believers. If you don't know the Lord, I'm telling you, you still yet have time. I want you to come into focus with what God is doing in your life. Maybe you have not examined the fact that you need him the way we think we need him, and that's okay. We're going to talk about that as we talk about today. How do we live? 
Today's topic, again, is how do we live? I want you to meet me at the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we worship you, we thank you, we praise you for being as mighty, majestic, and powerful as you are. There is none like you. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. And we say thank you for this day. Thank you, O oh God, for all that you've done, all that you will do, and all that you are doing right now. We're grateful. We're honored. We thank you for this time to pray. Thank you for making it through this day. Thank you for loving us so. Thank you for everything. In spite of what it looks like, in spite of what it feels like, we say thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We ask that you be with each listener that's listening in, whether live or on the replay. Help us through this day. Help us to accomplish everything you would have us to accomplish in your word. Help us to do what is necessary that all of us receive from you on today. Would you come into this podcast? Would you shower us with your grace, your mercy, your wisdom, and your knowledge that we may be able to accomplish that which you set before us? May you give understanding on today through your word, that in your word you will be glorified and lifted up, and we will thank you forevermore. Would you forgive us of our sins and give us hearts to forgive others? I would love for you to rectify all things in our lives that need to be rectified, and we will thank you and praise you forevermore. Be with Elation Radio, our CEO, our families, and all of the things that are taking place in each and every one of our lives, and we will honor you and glorify you even the more. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Listen, as we said, we're going to be talking about today, how do we live? It's so important for us to understand what the world says and not just our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts about a thing. So we want to pray today as we've done and ask God to give us wisdom when it comes to this word. Today we'll be studying from Romans, the 14th chapter. That's Romans, the 14th chapter. Grab your Bible, your tablet, your phone, whatever means you use to study, and let's go over this word. We'll break it down scripture by scripture that we can get a clear understanding of this word. We recognize that there are things that are taking place that are going on and all is well. Listen, we're going to be in Romans, the 14th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. What does that mean? Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. 
Do we have to cause an argument because someone isn't strong in the faith? Do we recognize that we that are stronger or that person that is stronger, whoever is the strongest, while a person is weak in their faith, love them until they get where they need to be. Love doesn't always look like what you want it to look like. Sometimes love is caring. Love can be mushy. It can be um, inviting. Then there's time when love, they call it tough love, means a distance. It may mean being still, that God can do the work that needs to be done. Here's what we want to dive into this word, because in our everyday life, we face so many of these issues, and I just want us to hear what the word of God says. For one believes that he may eat all things. Another who is weak, the Bible says, eateth herbs. What does that mean? Now, someone may feel, I can eat pork, I can eat this, I can eat that. And the Bible says they believe they can eat all things. But the Bible says, who is uh, uh, to another, let's read it one more time, for one believeth that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eateth herbs. Let's go a little further. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received it. So let's clarify. When we come into the body of Christ, we have a lot of people who believe a lot of things. In the cultures of some people, they believe in kosher, and they don't believe in eating certain things, and things have to be prepared a certain way. There are others who have been birthed and born in the South, and they believe in cooking, maybe with the fat back in the grease, whatever. Then you have someone else who believes that they shouldn't eat meat at all. The important thing for us to get out of this scripture is to understand, respect the person that God has saved. It didn't mean, because we have differences in the way that we eat, that one is right, one is wrong. We believe. Some people go strictly to the Old Testament. They believe you can't eat A, B, C, and D, and that is a choice. There are health alternatives. Some people can't eat certain things because of their health. Here's what the Bible says. It is not our business to judge them. It is our position as believers to respect them, not to Doubtful disputations is what the Bible says in the first verse. The Bible goes on to say in four, who art thou that judges another man's substance? To his own master he standeth or falleth. That's the word. Yea, he shall be holding up for able for God is able to make him stand. So Here's the thing with our belief. There are times when we can believe strongly about things because it works for us. There are other times when another person may believe and it is not to our liking. The Bible clearly lets us know it's not our position or our job to judge them. It is our position to pray for them. It is our position to engage them. There are times when you're going to be amongst people and things are not always the way you would like them to be or they would like them to be. 
The bottom line is a godly perspective of God being able to make up the difference for whatever needs to be. You trust God. You believe God. You hold on to God. Why? Because he is your strength. The Bible makes it clear. It is him that is able to make one stand. Five, one man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. In other words, if your faith tells you, I don't celebrate Christmas, I don't celebrate birthdays, they're pagan holidays, they're this or that. And another man says, well, listen, I do, I, I enjoy this season, I do this. And we must live biblical. Let me start there by understanding and researching the word to see what the Bible says. But as a believer, it is not our job to create an argument. Our job is to enlighten and build. Our job is to pray. Our job is to be fully persuaded, the Bible says, in your own mind. In other words, when we believe something and we know it's right, it is like us ministering to the unsaved. When a person believes that drinking, smoking, and filling their temple, or whatever it may be, it could even be food, and they think they're right, it is not our job to pound them and consistently tell them that. We tell them what they said the Lord. We let the Lord lead them into our truth. Why is that part important? Um, a person that hears that over and over again begins to rebel. That will be on your soul. We don't want anybody rebelling, trying to engraft them into the word of God. The word of God, the Bible lets us know with loving kindness has he drawn us. In the examples we see in the Bible, yes, Jesus was available. He was able to get the word out and to do things a certain way, but there's also a way he handled all things. Our believer's example is from the word of God. The way Jesus handled things is the way we should handle things. Does that always happen? Let's be honest. No, it does not. But the principles of learning is the beginning of the knowledge that we understand what the word says. He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord as a believer, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord does not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and giveth God thanks. So there are people that fast. That doesn't mean they're not saved. It doesn't mean they're not doing the will of God. And there are people that eat and the things that maybe you don't eat, but they give us God thanks for it. They acknowledge his presence. They acknowledge him. Why? Because he is the Lord of their life. Is that your position, my position, to look at them and say, well, they must not be saved because, you know, they eat pork and the believer don't eat pork or they eat this and, you know, that's not of God, so I'm not eating it. We have a choice in this life according to the will and the word of God to pursue. And what God says is to be persuaded. Here's the key verse. 
in your own mind. Why? Because we will be judged on our decisions. We will be judged on the way we made those decisions. So it is important to understand and have the word of God and to follow what God gives you to do in your heart. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. Let's lay the rest that right there. Well, I'm my own person. Nope, not so. You know, I belong to a higher power. Okay, my Bible just said whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord. No man is dead. Okay, let me read it again because it's very important for us to understand this. Whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. Okay? For to this end, Christ died and rose and revived that he might be Lord, both of the dead and the living. And I want to add in that in Christ, right? So when you leave this physical earth and have received the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior and Abba Father, he is Lord over your life still. The Bible is a, a no, it's of both the dead and the living. But why dost thou judge thy brother? And why dost thou set at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let's stop right here. We need to really take a moment and think about that. We're all going to give an account of ourselves to God. When we think about what this world is going through and how many things are wrong in the world and all these different things that we face, uh, whether it be illness, whether it be uh, poverty, whether it be everything other than the word of God, whether we live, we live unto the Lord, whether we die, we die unto the Lord, whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord. He died for us. He rose for us. That he would be Lord over our lives. It is vital to understand the importance that you're going to give an account of your life. This is why we have to, the Bible says, be fully persuaded in our own mind. We won't, in other words, have the excuse to say, I didn't know. When knowledge and wisdom is presented to you, knowledge is what we know, wisdom is what to do with the knowledge, we then excuse ourselves from the excuses. 
Because once we fully know, the Bible says we will be punished with more strife. We have to remember that this life allows us the opportunity to choose. Whatever our choices are, good or evil, we're going to be held accountable for them. Let's go on. Let us not, therefore, judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. What does that mean? Let's just start with some simple truths. If I know you are an alcoholic and I recognize I have a drink in my hand, I'm not saying me, I'm giving an example. It is not my position to allow myself to tempt you into sin because you're struggling with an issue. I then would become a stumbling block. Let's go here. Maybe I tell a little white lie because it doesn't seem like it's going to be found out, or I say it. There are people that are mastermind liars, and the Bible says God hates liars. They take wording. They are specialties of taking words, using them a certain way. A lie will forever be a lie with the Lord. We will be held accountable for that. So we must be truthful on all ends. We must be able to let God see he can trust us with our words, with our lives, with our money, with everything we have because we belong to the Lord. Did you know you can be a stumbling block by not taking care of things properly? Why? Because what will happen is you will then give an example to somebody who's watching you to think that's the right way to live. The good thing about God is when we recognize that the ways that we have are wrong, every believer would want to correct themselves. Why? Because in correcting yourselves, you also was another brother or sister. I hope somebody caught that. It's very important when we struggle with things, when we know things are wrong, to make sure we make them right. It's in making them right that someone else's life can be saved, changed, and bettered because of your choice. Let me say it again. It is important to make it right. Don't get comfortable with sin with, ah, nobody's going to find out, or I can do it this way and this will happen, because what God does each and every time when he's grabbing at our hearts to change and make a change, and it seems like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'll do it this day. I won't do it today. But I'm... God gives us that season called mercy and grace. But believe me, eventually, mercy and grace are going to run out. Mercy and grace run out, and then we face harsher things. We have to know that the Lord is concerned. 
the Lord is concerned. 14, I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. If you believe it is unclean, it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Remember initially it talked about that they gave thanks over that which they ate. They honored and acknowledged the Lord. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably, destroy not him with thy meat, for with whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God. I need people to hear this, is not me entering, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let me read it again. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness. What is righteousness? Right thinking, right living, right doing, and peace. Is there a calmness to your world? Or is there always chaos and drama and confusion and joy? Are you happy? Are you excited? Are you always down? Are you listening in the Holy Ghost? Why the Holy Ghost? Because it is our keeper. It is our comforter. It is what keeps us alive and well spiritually. So when we are distracted, I call it, with things such as, what are you eating? This one doesn't eat that. And that's not our call. You just read it for yourself from this day forward. If we continue to do it, we're in error with God. We must allow people to understand and make, in the business world, I call it, an informed decision. And it is their decision how they choose to do it. Even if it doesn't fare them well, we have to allow what the Bible says for them to be fully persuaded in their own mind. Because he gave us the same choice. When we bring people to the body of Christ and we invite them to know our Lord and Savior, it is our job to introduce him as the risen Savior, the one that loves us, the one that heals us, the one that saves us, the one that delivers us, the one. We don't begin right off the bat. Oh, you shouldn't eat this. You shouldn't go here. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. You got to change your makeup, change your clothes, change your... That's way too much. Hey, I just want to be saved. Get me there first, and then allow me to grow, learn, Listen and be fully persuaded in my own mind. Then we won't have so many clones walking around here. You do this, you do that. This religion says this, you do this, you do that. You walk this way, you turn your head this way, you sit down here, you get up there. You don't go here, you don't go there. You do. It just becomes rhetoric. 
But I'm so glad that when Jesus walked the earth, he was the living example of what we should and what we should not do, where we should go and where we should not go, how we should carry and care for others. He took time with 12 different human beings called the disciples. They had their own dispositions. They had their own mindsets. I can imagine the reason this is important because I guarantee you he dealt with some of it in the disciples as well. Yeah, I believe that because we live in a diverse world, a world where everybody has a different culture and different, there are going to be differences. But in those differences, we have a common denominator called Christ. So, therefore, if you're my sister, if you are my brother, then I am to love you regardless of the culture you came from. But let us keep it real. To be like-minded is everything. If he is our common denominator, that means that we will live the life that he's ordained us to live according to his will and according to his purpose. Therefore, we should not jump into things or say we're doing things or want to do things in this Christian walk without his approval. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, right living, right doing, doing what the word says, and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God, uh-oh, and approved of me. Let me read it again. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of me. Have you ever been somewhere where it seems like people were so likable and lovable and their character preceded them and it seemed like they were approved of men? Can you go back and think in their saved life that perhaps they did these things as the word said, that they knew how to walk amongst men, they knew how to do what the word says, they knew how to distribute love. He knew how to distribute righteousness and right thinking and doing right and gaining people of all cultures. Think about Jesus. He wasn't a one-culture man. He was a man that embodied all cultures. He had 12 disciples that came from various backgrounds with various thoughts, various mindsets, and yet they sat with him to learn of his way in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Ghost. What does that say to us? Should we not mirror what we found as the model of ministry in the Bible? Should we not reflect just our culture or our way and our eating and our this and our that when we're amongst each other as believers? Should we think about the fact our entire world of many languages, of many, when they come into the body of Christ, they're our sisters and our brothers. Do we dare divide, cut off, not include, exclude any of our cultures? God forbid. 
why we can't be so assuming of who or what we think people are. The Bible says you will know a fruit, a tree by the fruit it bears. Let's think about that. 19. Things wherewith one may, uh-oh, edify another. Lift them up. Hallelujah. For me destroy not the work of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. You're going to eat with offense? Don't eat it. It is God. It is good. Neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth. Remember I used that excuse, that, that in the word, or is offended, or is made weak. Go ahead and get that piece of cake. Girl, you know you want that piece of cake. That cake looks so good. Nope, I'm sorry, I don't want any. Oh, well, you know what? It was even a good thing for you. Y'all didn't chew that good. Girl, I know it's your favorite. But we don't know why. That person said no. Do we find ourselves doing, oh, baby, you ain't hairdressed until you had my, but I know he's just, but you know what? I want you to, we've all been guilty of it until we learn better. Don't make your brother or sister weak, persuading them. Our job as believers is to give information that every man be persuaded of his own mind. I use this practice in everything that I do with business. If I know something that can be hurtful or harmful to a person, I say it, they accept it, they don't accept it, it's totally up to them. But we can never, ever, ever blame anybody else when we know that what we're doing or what we knew was true was not adhered to. I want us to be fully, fully okay with resting in the Lord, taking our burdens to the Lord, leaving them there that he can heal and he can help us. Listen. I want you to know I myself am a firm person to share with transparency and my body of healing and things that I've been doing. It has taken a lot of strong work, but it started with some things that really caused my weight was an issue. And I'm trying in my best capability to release it, to be able to be healthier as we get older our bodies began to fall apart. Uh, A relative told me, hey, what's going on? My body just says, as we get older, it changes. It's how we take care of it that matters. I'm very proud I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have sugar. I don't have any of those diseases that the enemy thought he would put on me because of my weight. But it is my job to try to control the things that can lead to other problems. And that starts with discipline. It starts with helping ourselves. And can I be honest with you? You can never get grand results 
without the Lord. If you ask him, he will enter in and he will help you. I am a witness. He will help you in your healing process. He will help you as you move forward. But you must, as a believer, invite him in. We should never do anything in and of ourselves. Let me say that again. Everything belongs to all the glory belongs to God because we can't make it without him. We can't. If you say, I believe in you, God, and he's not at the top of your, I used to tell the kids, hey, can I see your phone? They go like, oh, you know, they were fine. We do youth programming. They come up. They are happy. And then they think about it. If you ever be around a young person, see how quick they're going to give you their phone. They're not. You have to be creative in a way to help them understand, not to make it a God to them, because they don't want to live without it. So I remember our children raising them, listen, you have to be off the phone at a certain time. What? This is my phone, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, I refuse to let you make it a God, because you are not going to be able to survive without it. And the problem with that is when you become so attached to it, it takes the place of God. So therefore, put the phone down. Come into the room and talk to us. Do not text us. Do not come into the room. Our young people are living in a day and time where it becomes impersonal. It is the worst trick the enemy has, that we not communicate faith. We don't sit down at the dinner table. We don't. So when they get it, isn't it crazy, though, when they get it and we're going places that young people like to go, they're extremely excited to sit down and talk about what they want to talk about, do what they want to do. But when parents say, Hey, I want you to do this. Isn't it the most hilarious that they just can't find a way sometimes? But we've got to go back. And it's being persuaded in your own mind. But I promise you, when I grew up, certain things were not allowed that helped me become the woman I am today. I'm grateful about calls and calling up elderly in the family, grandparents, and not only that, just staying connected, what we learn who they are, know what they value, know what our families need, because it's important. Listen, in this world, so much is happening. We need God. We can't make it without him. 22. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he allowed. Didn't I say take it to the Lord in prayer? 23. And he that doubteth, listen to this, is damned. If he eats, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Let me read that again. 
and he that doubted is damned if he eats, because he eateth not of faith, for whatsoever is not of faith is of we have got to know and being persuaded in our own mind that this word is key for our decision making. If we're making those decisions, when I get ready to pay my bills, I always ask God, what do you want me to do? Not because we have to always say, well, look at this money, and i got to put this here. And Mm-mm. Easy Lord over your finances. Because if you've been paying bills because you feel you pay them this way, and this is the Bible helps us to understand through wisdom, we are to acknowledge him. Is that in some of the things? Is that in everything, half of the things, three-fourths of our lives? Could this be what we hurt? What we hurt? When I go through the hardest things that I find in my life, I immediately go back and say, God, did I acknowledge you in this? And if my answer is yes, I recognize it as a trial. But if I could be honest, did not acknowledge me, Sometimes what we call warfare is because of our own disobedience. I like to be honest with God because he sees all, he knows all. And when I pour out before him, no matter how it hurts, how it feels, aren't you glad you can tell the Lord everything things you need to share with me. It's not going anywhere. It's just you and him. The intimacy of a conversation that he says then, because you're connected to him, I hear you. And because I hear you, I will handle the matter for you. Because it's not your thinking. It will be his way. Let's go back to the scripture. Let's go back to the scripture. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Stop right there. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but right thinking, right living, right doing, and calmness, and being filled with peace. 
and having joy in the Holy Ghost. Anything that disrupts that is not of God. And we have to go back to God as we endure certain things and say, help us, Lord. He's going to either give us a way of escape or he's going to deliver us and help us to where he wants us to be. I deal with things sometimes that break my heart because I understand there's a cost. I don't want to mislead you and make you believe as a believer. You're not going to hurt. You're not going to go through, ooh, the Lord is so good. You get victory and everything. That's a lie. You're going to get victory, but it may cost you something. And if it costs you something as I close, I want you to understand he is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you as you endure whatever it is you have to face. He is the victor of your life. He is the one that will give you wholeness, that will give you peace, that will give you strength when you're weak. I'm a witness. He'll turn it around. Seems like it's not turnaroundable. He will make a way out of no way, and he will show up and show out. Each and every time. You've got to believe. He knows what trials, oh my God, I feel this. He knows what trials to select for us in our life that he gets the glory. Whose glory is it? It's his glory. So if you have to suffer a while, which we don't want to do, my God, today, we don't want to suffer. But the word constantly reminds us that Jesus suffered. A part of the fruit of the Spirit is long suffering. It's the word. So I want to encourage you on today. Think it not strange when you go through these fiery trials and darts, they have to come. It must be. There is something God is doing to get his glory. May he find his glory in all of us. And when he allows us to overcome what we are facing, believe me, we are overcomers. Nay, Romans 8 and 37, in all these things, are we more than conquerors through him that loved us? I pray this week's exhortation has strengthened you and given you peace and helped you to understand that he is Lord. He makes no mistake. Even when it hurts us, he makes uh, no mistake. He knows how he's going to bring us out. He knows what he's going to do for us. He knows how to make it right on our behalf. But you got to trust the process. As difficult as it may be, trust whew, the process. 
because you are victorious. I pray that this week, this, oh, man, I pray this exhortation has strengthened you, helped you, and given you hope because he is good. And his mercy endures. It's your birthday month, the month of October. Listen, we celebrate you here at Elation Radio. Listen, if you've had a baby, anniversary, new job, new car, perhaps God's just been good to you here at Elation Radio. We celebrate you and on the Just For You podcast. Maybe there's something the exact opposite. On this week, we experienced so many things and tragedies in our St. Louis public schools. We want you to know to the families of the Bell family, the Cusick family, and all of those that have passed on or are healing in the midst of this situation, the Harris family. We are praying for you. Why? Because we believe where two or three are gathered in the midst. We believe children will be able to return to school again with peace and protection. We believe that God is in the midst of what took place here, just like he's been in the midst of all major tragedies, disasters, and chaos to give us hope that we can stand and know it will be well. Remember when the Twin Towers were destroyed and we thought as Americans in 911, it would never go away. This was the most traumatic. We remember when Michael Brown Jr. died and it seemed like America was turned tippy-turvy and it would never, ever become a different place to live in. We remember when George Floyd and all the various traumatic things that happened in our world happened. And it seemed as if our world would never return to being livable again. May I remind you, God will do it over and over and over again. He will show up. He will show out. He will heal. Healing takes time. Everything doesn't happen overnight. But our babies, I decree and declare, all over the world will be fine because we're praying for them. All on one accord, with one accord mindset, that they will fulfill the things God has desired for them. And even Miss Bell, the 16-year-old or 15-year-old, we know she fulfilled her work because we can't leave this earth until our purpose is fulfilled, even when it disappoints. So may I suggest to you, trust in the living God who never makes a mistake, who will heal our school systems, who will come through again. Through every tragedy, he shows up. Be a part of the solution that heals 
anybody can talk about it from year after year after year in a negative way. But how many will stand and be a part of the solution that what we are feeling for our children, that there's something in place? I want you to be encouraged that if you need provision on today and you have things that are going on in your world, please, by all means, contact United Way for Resources. That's 211 in the St. Louis area. They're able to get you resources for what you need. In addition to United Way in the St. Louis area, we can contact United Way as well as Urban League St. Louis. That's U-L-S-T-L dot com. They have over 55 programs and various resources available to those in the areas they serve. For more information, look them up. That's U-L-S-T-L dot com. I also want to give you some community announcements. As you know, we talk about the St. Louis County Library. They are celebrating 75 years. Join musical artist Brian Owens for an 80s concert celebrating St. Louis County Library's 75th anniversary win on Thursday, November 17th at 7 p.m. at the Sheldon Concert Hall. If you need more information, Tickets will go on sale October 3rd, which they're on sale, and you can learn more information by going to slcl.org. In addition to that announcement, every month they have a monthly distribution of diapers for families that are in need of help. Not only that, they have what they call flow kits for women, which are female products. If you are in need of these things, please look up this information on slcl.org for your local branch. I also want to inform you there are some other information happening in the St. Louis area. That would be there is an upcoming event by CRUSH, that's the Community Resources United, to stop heroin. There's going to be an October walk, and this will be an October walk and talk and DEA drug take-back. That means you can bring all your old medicines and all of that on October 29th, and that will be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's with St. Louis Crush. It's important that we get these information because we recognize that substance abuse is very prevalent in our world. We want to have ways and resources to be able to combat that. So these organizations as community resources united to stop heroin. Look them up for all of the resources and things that they offer that you can have what is needed for that. And I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Why? Because God is ever prevalent for the things that is needed in our world when we need it most. So those are resources that you can look up to. Listen, I want to share some exciting news. On November 18th, somebody mark your calendar. November 18th and 19th is our 
Elation Honors Gala Weekend. On Friday night, we will have the Pastor's Corner with our very own Bishop, Ernest Richard, who will lead a discussion to help leaders to understand the importance and relevance of including community as well as other exciting information in his subject matter on Friday evening, beginning at 6 o'clock. Uh-uh, uh 6.30, I apologize, for our meet and greet. Come out and meet the people of the Elations. We'll be there. And then... Immediately following that, somebody say immediately, will be our concert with Beyond the Fence featuring Shay Samuels, David Benson, D.B. Jr., and she will, the DJ, you do not want to miss it. Come out and join us and celebrate with us on Friday evening at 10 a.m. on Saturday. We will have our call to impact, our impact worship. Um, sorry, let me get it right. Our call to action, impact Workshops. Let me say it again. Our call to action, impact workshops. They will be at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning, November 19th, and you will be able to hear our speakers, our very own evangelist, Cynthia Bennett of Jodasa. She will be our speaker dealing with the subject of domestic violence. As we know, this month is a big acknowledgement for that area. We're privileged and honored to have her. We'll also have Mr. Charles McCutcheon. He is our real estate guru is what we call him. He will be talking about real estate zoning and other matters in real estate. Following that will be the Women of Elation, and we will be doing our segment from dun, 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 from ashes to beauty. And we will have all the women that you hear on the second and fourth Fridays here in the house with us. And those that can't make it will be sending a special word. So we want to have you come and join us immediately after lunch at 1 p.m. from Ashes to Beauty. I know, I know, I'm going to give you the location. And then at 6 p.m., uh, 6.30 again, p.m., there will be our gala honoring our honorees, serving leaders from across the country. Listen, you do not want to miss this. It is going to be phenomenal. We have very few, and when I say very few, tickets available, but we do have ads. If you'd like to celebrate an an honoring or promote your business or ministry, please reach out to me, Michelle Y. Wright. You can call me at 314-405-1711. I know. Where is this going to be? It's going to be at the Drury in Brentwood, 8700 Eager Road, Brentwood, Missouri, 63144. You do not want to miss this. I'm telling you, if you can get a ticket, you're going to be blessed. Come out and celebrate the honorees and celebrate with Elation Radio. And we are excited. 
excited to be there with them and with United Community Services or or listen, it's gonna be phenomenal and you don't wanna miss it. So come out and join us if you will. I have one last announcement, uh community announcement that is as we stated, there has been such a tragedy. And when I say that, it has been a tragedy in our St. Louis area with the two young, well, the two that were harmed and killed in the shooting at the Central Visual Performing Arts School. As a call to this, there will be a special meeting called Real Talk, Real Issues, a conversation. This is where you're county and your city government and those that are interested can meet to discuss how we can move forward. This meeting is going to be Thursday, October 27th from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. It will be held at the Old Fallon Park Rec Center. That address is 4343 West Florissant Avenue in St. Louis, Missouri. Be a part of the solution. Be a part of the solution. Here's an opportunity for you to come out to Ordinate, and this is going to be given by the Ethical Society of Police. They are interested in leaders, people, community that want to move forward. Please join them so that you can have a talk, a say, and what will happen in the future. Two more announcements. On Monday night, please join Pastor Donald Wright Jr. and Michelle, Pastor Michelle Y. Wright, for Kingdom Wisdom Weekly, 8.30 on Mondays. And on Wednesdays, meet us back here for the Just For You podcast with Pastor Michelle Y. Wright. We're looking forward to meeting you again if the Lord says the same, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'd love for you to join us. And don't forget about the Women of Relations. After this month, we will not be meeting again until January 2023. So we'll be giving you more information. Again, please, by all means, if you need any more information for our upcoming Elation Honors Gala Weekend, contact me, Pastor Michelle White Wright, 314 It's a pleasure to serve you. Our very own visionary, Dr. Kimmy Robinson, is super excited and looking forward to seeing you there. So with nothing else that we have on our community calendar, we have finished our announcements. We're hoping you govern them, written them down, do what you need to do to remember them, and looking forward to all that is to come. We are going to pray out. Thank you so much for joining us on the Just For You podcast with Pastor Michelle Wright. We're looking forward to seeing you soon, Lord willing. And we want you to continue to pray for Pastor Michelle White, right? For Elation Radio, our very own Dr. Kimmy Robinson, our Elation family, your family, my family. Let's just keep us all lifted in prayer because he gets the glory. Let's pray out. 
Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this word. We thank you for these announcements, everything that had to do with the Just For You podcast. We thank you for Elation Radio, our very own Dr. Kimmy Robinson. We thank you for the Elation family, Lord, as we prepare for Elation honors, honoring your servant leaders. God, we ask that you cover us all as we plan. We can't do anything without you. We need your guidance. We need your strength. We need your help. And we acknowledge that on today. And, Father, we thank you for those that will come out and celebrate these servant leaders. We also thank you, oh God, for you being who you are, loving us through every trial, tribulation. Thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for making a way for us. Thank you for doing what needs to be done in our life. And Father, when we don't know what else to do, we call on you that you may give us an answer. Help us not to be prideful. Help us to stay strong. Help us to be able to allow you to let the ministering angels minister to us, to all unsaved. God, would you save them before it's too late. Send a messenger across their path. Give them strength in the midst of all that they can hear your voice and say yes to your will. We pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus for the Bell family, the Kuzak family, and those that were affected. We pray for uh, the superintendent, Calvin Adams, and we pray for our police department, EMS, our mayor, everybody involved to help problem solve, to make this thing right, to help these families through this pain, to help our students get to another level, and not just our area, but every area that's been affected by a school shooting, every area that has had tragedy and pain and heartache. God, we ask you to come in and have your way. Show up and show out. Use organizations, use people, use the clergy and the churches to take us stand, oh God, to be more than we've been, to do more than we've done. Lord, bless our communities to be whole again, and we can't be whole without you. We pray for every family in their hour of bereavement. We pray for every person that is in need of a healing spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, whatever is needed. God, we know you are the answer. Heal on today, save on today, and deliver on today. We give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory for what you've done and what you're about to do. You alone are worthy of all the praise. Whatever it is we all face, no matter what we go through, we know you alone are worthy of all of our praise. So we honor you, we praise you, and we thank you. Now, God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, and we will forgive others. You are truly Lord of lords and King of kings. We desire you more than life itself. We trust you, and we thank you for what you've heard on today through our prayers and that you've answered us because we agree. You said we're two or three 
three gather, you are in the midst of us all. And we are touching and agreeing, believing that you will hear our prayer request. And, Lord, for everything that has not been spoken that is on our minds, I'm asking you, God, to do it for us on today. We lay it at your feet that you may be glorified, lifted up, and honored. Have your divine will and way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over every circumstance, everything we prayed. We cover ourselves, our family members, those connected to us, and all in the blood of Jesus that you will be honored and lifted up. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Until next time, this has been Pastor Michelle Brown. And we thank